Welcome to EU Times On Air. I'm David Finch. And uh, today is Tuesday, January 8th. We are live from CES, wrapping up day one here in Eureka Park, a park unlike any other, a park most known for its Eurekaness. It's been a hell of a day. Uh, and I say that as someone who's been literally sitting in a chair the entire time. Being Velcro to this aluminum stool proved to be more than a little immobilizing, and that's why I've invited a real journalist and real radio personality, Brian Santo, to join me. Brian is our editor-in-chief at Electronics, uh, Electronic Design Magazine, Electronic Design News. EDN. <laughs> Brian, what a day. It has been a day. Why it's are we crazy. holding these? Because we wanted to find out what some of the coolest things were yeah. on the floor today. And what's cooler than a lightsaber? Nothing. Nothing's Nothing cooler, is than, a cooler than a lightsaber. One thing, two lightsabers. Look at that. Sometimes I love my job. <laughs> Once a year, Once we a have year. the best job on earth. Absolutely. What so, else have you seen, man? What's, oh, where, so where did you find these? So uh, these are developed by a company in Lyon. You have to say it with a... Lyon. 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 Uh, and uh, they, this, they are, they've got a Kickstarter for this guy. Oh, it's a Kickstarter. Right. The company's okay. called Solari, S-O-L, two A's, R-I, Solari. Awesome. And uh, yeah, so uh, I mean, if you find... Lightsabers as groovy as I do. <laughs> just oh, just yeah. send them the bucks. Franks, euros, they will take it. PayPal, Krugerrands, Bitcoin, doesn't matter. Just give it to them. So we can we can contribute to the Kickstarter. Yeah. Like starting now. It's live. It's up and yeah, running. It's and, are these prototypes? Uh, they're saying yes. They're this. The Kickstarter is live now. Yeah. And yeah, uh, these are these are actually in use. I understand. They feel really good. They're nicely balanced. Yeah, they're perfectly balanced. I mean, I'm not a swordsman, but uh, uh, I mean, they like, feel amazing. Know. But check it out. Watch what happens. I don't know if you can hear it, but here I'll try to. Yeah. If you can hear, that makes the uh, makes the noise. And then these are Bluetooth, right? They. Yeah. So. I can go wireless uh, to my. So they're uh, they're connected. Uh, you can wear Bluetooth ha headphones. Yep. You'll hear the sound in the headphones. Yep. Um, right now it's kind of noisy. You don't hear too much. Right. Um, and uh, the colors are user selectable. You get an app, and you get to. Uh, oh, you so can, you can you can customize it. Yeah. Right. So like you know if you're, you know, Mace Windu, you can get your own yeah. color or whatever. <laughs> yeah. This is kick. I love these things. See, this is why we send out our top talent, Brian Santo. Anywhere there's lightsabers on the ground, Brian is looking into the situation. Yeah. What else have you seen that's pretty rad? Oh, uh, there's a whole mess of cool things out here. Yeah. Um, there are a bunch of little robots all over the place. Uh, I'm not sure if I like the sound of that. They're, they're adorable. Some of them are for oh, learning. Oh, well, they're adorable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. They're so cute. Um, there's one called QT. Get it, cutie? Um, there's a bunch of others. Groove X, I think, is one. Um, but there are literally dozens, if not scores more. And there are the, some are for learning for little kids. Some of oh, them man. are like home robots. Some of them are like uh, 
uh, the equivalent of uh, a personal assistant that you can talk to yeah. and you know connect to whatever Spotify or whatnot. Um, the thing is, I don't like cute. I don't know about you. Cute <laughs> annoys me. Well, cute, cute is something that managed to escape me my whole life. So uh, I, I don't have much of a relationship with cute because cute abandoned me from birth. Uh, but uh, what, what do you like in a robot? I, I feel your pain, Dennis. <laughs> um, so what I want in a robot yeah. is something more like me. I want something that has the attitude of like uh, the xenomorph and aliens. Yeah. You know, something that'll talk back, you know. Yeah. Little like, lip. Yeah, you know, it's like robot, uh, you know, tell me when the next, uh, you know, the next showing of uh, The Incredibles is at my local Cineplex. And, yeah. and uh, the response should be something like, I would like a new quantum chip computer. Some of us are just going to have to get used to disappointment. <laughs> Why are you watching The Incredibles? Right, right. <laughs> Does not compute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, you want, and that, that comes into the uh, intelligence piece. So on the floor here in Eureka Park, which is where all the innovators camp out and they, uh, they do the things that innovators do. Mm. Uh, <laughs> every time I set it down, it makes the sound, the sword. Uh, um, so what, uh, what have you seen along the lines of intelligent robots, uh, things that might actually give you some guff if it, if it had enough training and could learn sarcasm? Oh gosh, you know, that, that's, I would like to see an AI learn sarcasm. We have AIs that have learned on their own, they've learned aggression, they've learned like capitalism. I heard about this, yeah. I heard about the aggression. Right. Uh, was that your article? Did you write that? Uh, not me, somebody oh, okay, else, okay. but the idea was that they, <laughs> they were uh, trained to spontaneously develop behaviors <laughs> that would allow them to get to goals, and they had to pull the plug because they were like, you know, virtually killing each other. And that that became notes of aggression. Yeah, yeah. Thank God they didn't have lifesavers. <laughs> Thank God they didn't train themselves right, right. how to and use a lightsaber. The interesting thing, so in AI in automobiles, of course, right? Uh, AI is going to be in everything. Sooner or later, it's going to be just about everything. Um, I don't know if you caught this. Last night, what, what day is today, the 8th? Two sure. nights ago. Whatever it is. It I'm sure matter. it's the 8th. Why not? It doesn't matter. Uh, sometime within the past couple of days, here in Las Vegas, uh, someone was driving a Tesla in auto mode, and there was one of those cute little robots on the side of the road. Hi. Yeah. CES this way. And the Tesla clipped it. <laughs> Just ping right off the side of the road. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but that's awesome. It is and it isn't. A, it was a cute robot. So yeah, it should have been pinged to the side of the road. Oh, B, man. you don't want a Tesla in auto mode banging into stuff. Robot or otherwise. Robot or otherwise. Absolutely. Well, the thing is, it might not have been auto mode, but either way, it's, it's a little bit troubling because um, if it was not auto mode, it didn't see it. Yep. And if it wasn't, if the driver was engaged, yep. it should have kicked in and said, you're about to hit something, swerve away. Sure. You know? So either way, something not good happened, sure. and it just kind of shows you the, the limits of where AI is now. I actually know what happened there. Oh. The Tesla, the new Teslas, the 2019s, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
and, and every model you're after, they've got a vendetta mode. That robot at one point must have thrown the first punch, and that Tesla was in vendetta mode, kicked its So like Greedo, shot first. <laughs> That's right, he had it coming. Had it coming. Artificial intelligence. You gotta account for things like that. So uh, on, on a more serious note, are there things here on the show floor that whether you saw it today at the, uh, the other mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. pavilion or you were here, anything that was kind of surprising to you that you didn't expect to see quite yet at CES or anything along those lines? Um, there's a lot of uh, bio-oriented stuff here. Tell me about that. Um, and the thing that, that um, I saw that I, I really kind of thought was impressive um, and I'm only guessing here, sure. and you'll, you'll understand why, yeah. but um, they had some uh, breast pumps, two companies, yeah. one's Willow, another one is called LV, um, yeah. and uh, ordinarily when you, you know, you're expressing milk, you're walking around with what looks like an air horn up against your chest, right? I, I will say, uh, the people that I've known mm -hmm. who have pumped, yeah. uh, and it becomes, it becomes very necessary for a number of reasons. Right. Uh, not the least of which being just the convenience of feeding, right? Um, and so uh, what, what my wife lamented and, and what so many of our friends just detested mm -hmm. was the process of pumping. It just, it felt unnatural. I mean, no matter all the, the care that these companies, you know, Medela and whoever else, whatever care they took to develop these products, it just felt odd. Mm -hmm. and, and they all expressed it at different times. I hate this part of the process. So what, what's different about these? So these are actually, um, they would look, it would look, uh, you wear them, they're cups that go over the breasts. Yeah. Uh, there's two of them. You wear it under your clothing. Sure. You can walk into a, any place, a, a business place, and, and look like it's natural and get it done. It, it, it's kind of consistent with the theme that we've been talking about with a number of guests today, mm -hmm. which is improving quality of life, but also reintroducing a sense of mobility and independence and some control about what's going on in your life, on your person. Yeah. Uh, and, and inventions like this are fantastic. You know, that, uh, and, and that's why we need diversity of thought, by the way. It's another yeah. theme yeah. Uh, coming up and something that certainly it's a big theme here in Eureka Park where they've got all these innovators mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they've got funders kind of checking out the innovators. This is like a really exciting uh, hall to be in. Were you able to spend much time in here today besides at the, uh, at the lightsaber booth? Uh, yeah, I know. I walked around a little bit and, uh, you know, I've seen a few things. Like I said, there's a lot of robots down here. There's yeah. a lot of, uh, I think 10% of all uh, exhibitors have headphones of one sort or another. Um, you just can't wear them all. Um, and after a while, it, it just becomes, <laughs> how many times can you hear, like, you know, feels like teen spirit or something, whatever it is. And, and it just, you know, you, it, you can't differentiate you? anymore. Um, I've only got two ears, folks. Yeah, I can't exactly. get to all the booths. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. One of the cool things I saw, so I was in, um, uh, I mentioned automotive before, sure. the Tesla. Uh, driver assist cars are coming. Autonomous vehicles are coming. It's a longer time frame. So, you know, assist yeah. means like, you know, helping you back up or park or, you know, warning you if you're getting too close. Uh, autonomous vehicles being driver self. Fair. Right. So, yeah. those, so driver assist is happening right now and has been happening. Autonomous, 
whatever some Tesla drivers will tell you, they're not here, they're just not. Absolutely, and, and what are the, some of the technologies that are enabling driver assisted? Is it, is it the same things like LiDAR, radar, and video? Those things are all being, uh, being considered, included. Uh, the combinations might change. Sure. Um, some things, some of those technologies are a little more expensive and a little harder to deal with than others. Uh, some of them will require um, an unobstructed view, which means you've got a bump on the car someplace. That's true, especially of LiDAR. Okay. Um, and it's not that big of a deal. I've actually seen a couple of cars, the, the Byton uh, car, um, it's a Chinese-funded company run by a bunch of Germans. Um, I've seen it a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got a couple of those LiDAR okay. radomes banging up, and, but they've designed it well. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's that, that big of a deal, but I mean, it, it's, it's a consideration. So it's the balance of what you can do technologically versus how much it costs versus what you can get away with. It's going to be a few years. Radar might improve. Sure. And evolve and, and advances in the other technologies necess necessarily drive advances in radar, LIDAR, and yeah. everything else. It's, yeah, so it's all, a lot of that's all at the chip level. Um, it's at the processing level, how much processing power you have. Sure. And, you know, uh, and, and again, more processing power is more expensive. You, you can get away with using less. It's all, it's all trade-offs. Let me ask you this, where, um, you know, obviously, uh, you run EDN, and, and EDN has been a resource that uh, even before I joined Aspen Core, uh, you know, I, as, a, as an engineer, I relied on EDN a lot. Yeah. And uh, has, has there, have you seen anything that excites you just from a straight up electronic design perspective? So the thing I've been kind of investigating, there's a lot of companies here that are doing infrastructure. And a lot of that infrastructure is the same for 5G, yeah. which is, you, most people will think of as telephony because 4G is phones, but 5G yeah. is so much more. Really? And I thought of it as phones. Right, right, and that's yeah. that. That will be true, kind of, but uh, it opens up so many other application areas, yeah. including perhaps um, autonomous vehicles. Sure. So. You've, you can only put so much memory, you can only put so much processing power into a vehicle. I mean, there's, you know, again, the cost trade-off. Um, they do need to know where they are. They do need to process, and that processing becomes so much more difficult yeah. when you're downtown and you've got, you know, 50, 60 pedestrians walking across your pathway. Each of them's an individual. Another 40, 50 cars, trucks, bicycles. Uh, traffic cones, potholes. Pigeons. Pigeons. Garbage bags. Absolutely. And, you know, um, famously, the, you know, you talk to people who uh, do AVs, the Mylar balloon problem. A Mylar balloon looks like a big steel, <laughs> you know, column. Of course. Right? I hadn't thought of that, but it makes sense. And they're saying, and, and conversely, a, a ceramic <laughs> toilet that somebody threw out and left on their curb looks like a piece of paper. Oh, look at this patch of soft snow. Right. We'll just plow into this toilet. Exactly. Yeah. So this is really, really tough processing, which is one of the reasons why people who are most serious about this seem to be talking 2025, maybe even 2030 for really safe. safe. I mean, right now, 
you can get into a self-driving car and it'll take you around the course, no problem. Of course, yeah. But if you want something that's consumer safety, yeah. years, maybe we're, a decade. We're way off, right? Yeah. We have to be. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we take our eyes off and we stop investing in it because then years become no. decades, become, you know. No, 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 no. no. Um, so, I'm so what I've been looking at is all the, um, the, the enabling stuff for that. Some of it's going to be wireless. Everything's going to be connected. It's not going to be connected by wire. Your car's not going to be connected by wire, obviously. What? Um, when did that happen? Uh, like, I don't know, like 19... I just invested in all these cable companies. Ah. Yeah. Um, cable's coming, but cable's not going away, by the way. Good, um, good. Despite what Motley Fool says. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> There's connect connectivity, a lot of it's gonna be wireless. Yeah. Some of it's gonna be 5G. 5G is interesting because the 5G is actually a collection of radios, and some of them are strong radios that'll go through a wall and get to you in your house. Sure. And a lot of them are millimeter wave, and millimeter wave, it's very weak signals. They don't go very far, they don't go through walls, and at some of them, at some of the, the frequencies, um, Rain will virtually block it, and at one frequency, really? oxygen blocks it. <laughs> well, now, where does that introduce limitations in yeah. the, in the yeah. space of consumer? Holy right. smokes, I had no idea. So, uh, okay. so uh, as a practical matter, where yeah. is it? What does it mean for a consumer, for example? Yeah. Um, your smartphone, big deal. You put wherever you want, you know. Your smartphone, with its 5G phone, if it operates at millimeter waves, your hand might block the sure. signal. Your Absolutely. head might block the signal completely. Totally. So they've got to put in you know, more radios, figure out how to where to placement, blah, blah, blah. And so there are practical effects. Okay, the, yeah. The tech advances uh, that we're seeing, and this is, by the way, this is day one. So you've seen all of this, you've seen robots, you've seen something improving drastically, improving the quality of life for new mothers. Ideally. Ideally for new mothers and, uh, you know, uh, friggin' lightsabers. I'd say this is a productive first day. <laughs> I, who knows what you're gonna dig up tomorrow, but we'll check it out when we do our recap tomorrow afternoon. I suppose you want these back. Uh, I'm being told that the Oh yeah, we gotta give them back. I'm getting a note from the production booth that we are to return the lightsabers, and I, I, I think that's bull Play with them longer if we like talk for another 15 or 20 minutes? Yeah, I think we just extended our segment by another 45 minutes. Cut, so. The director just cut me off. Just cut She's off like, the power. No. I guess we better uh, knock it off. But Brian, thank you so much for doing this recap. Let's My check pleasure. in later in the week. Okay. Uh, and uh, you out there, you without the lightsabers. Where's the camera? And possibly some of those with some. Be sure to check out ces.eetimes.com to catch more interviews with industry leaders throughout the week, exclusively on the EE Times Content Hub. And don't forget to subscribe to the EE Times on-air podcast, or I will remove a limb with my cast lightsaber. That's uh, a product that's brought to you by the Aspen Core Global Service. Intergalactic service is Aspen Core we are. It's your free deep dive into the most compelling stories in electronics here on Earth. And it's available wherever you download your favorite podcast. For Aspen Core, I'm David Finch. That's Brian Santo. Follow him, subscribe to him, send him post to mail. He loves it all. Thanks, Dylan. <laughs> My name is Dylan McGrath, and uh, I love you all. Thanks for watching. EE Times on Air. This program is produced by Aspen Core. Thanks for listening.